Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of the Cambridge Insider Podcast. Very excited uh, if you've joined us and if you're listening once again to all of our listeners, remember to hit subscribe, to rate and review and uh, you know to, to drop us any, any suggestions that you do have for the podcast. Joining me as always, Craig Betson. How are you, buddy? Absolutely fantastic today. Excellent. Do you see how I didn't say that you were out in Seattle this time? Oh, it's it's like I could have got, I could have moved anywhere. Steve. You could have moved anywhere, but by me saying that I didn't say that, now I've basically said it. It's a whole thing. I for the listeners, I am still in Seattle, <laughs> and it is cloudy, uh, not raining yet though. Well, it's excellent to have you along with us. Um, and at the Cambridge Insider Podcast, as we continue to react um, to the news in the U.S., that um, most of the major news uh, networks have called the election. Um, and that uh, Joe Biden will be the next president-elect. Um, our guest today um, is really going to focus on that topic in particular as how it relates to uh, international education. So welcome to the Cambridge Insider podcast, Jeannie Jaworski. Um, and Jeannie, just before I allow you to say a few words um, for our listeners, Jeannie's been involved in some capacity in international education for about 12 years now, so she brings with her a wealth of experience. Jeannie, welcome. Hey, thanks so much. I'm glad to be here with y'all. Awesome. Awesome to have you. Um, just before we get to the hard-hitting questions, they probably won't be that hard-hitting, so no need to, to fret about that. Do you mind just giving our listeners a little bit of background about yourself, in particular how you've been involved in international education? Yeah, absolutely. So I have been in the field for about 12 years now, and I entered as a uh, first generation college student who was low income and managed to still fit in two study abroad programs during my undergrad experience. And that really set me on the path. So in the past 12 years, since those experiences, I've had the pleasure of serving as senior internationalization officers at a few institutions. And that's led me to uh, have the opportunity to lead all international recruitment and admissions and oversee study abroad programs and uh, international student services as well. I also teach and do research in global learning, student transitions, and uh, diversity and equity in education. So this is obviously something that I'm thrilled to be here and chat with you about today. Excellent. Well, it's great to have have you uh, with us. Let's get straight into it. So, um, you know, what is the, in your opinion, what is the new administration taking over sometime in January potentially mean for international education? It's an important question, and I think it's one in the field we're all closely paying attention to. Uh, but by and large, a Biden-Harris administration is great news for international education. So the Biden administration has already released some day one priorities. And so we know that day one, we're going to be looking at a repeal of the travel ban that the Trump administration put in pre-COVID that was largely to restrict travel from countries that were Muslim-majority countries. So we'll know that's going away. We also know that the Biden administration will uh, reaffirm its commitment to DACA. And so the program that allows individuals who arrived in the United States illegally at a very young age will now continue to feel secure that they have a path in the United States and that that's not at risk. And so why those don't directly address F1 or international concerns or even concerns related to individuals um, or Chinese students around the US studying, it does, indicate that a Biden administration is going to look very similar to what we saw under a, an Obama era 
administration. And, and that was great news for international education. We know that international education flourished under the Obama administration. Excellent, excellent. So just to just as, as a quick follow up, it, it almost seems as if there will be a rebuilding or, or a, a part of the, the goal will be a rebuilding of um, maybe the the reputation of the US as a as a study destination is the number one study destination abroad. Is that fair to say? Absolutely. And I think that, you know, it's really important to recognize that despite the politics, we haven't lost our greatness in the world as in terms of our ability to offer incredible academic programs to students. Really what's been at risk is the ability to uh, reaffirm our commitment to students that we want them here and that we will make sure that they have paths forward as they go on in their education and their careers after. So that's what we're going to see more of, I think, is that policies that are enacted uh, demonstrate that we recognize the value of international students and international talent in the United States. That's uh, that's fantastic. And I think um one of the interesting things about, you know, if, if they reverse the travel ban, you can start seeing, I think this was holding back students from a number of countries from entering the United States even to study. So it should be great to see. Um, moving on between now, it's the middle of November and January 20th, when Joe Biden is expected to take office, what are you going to be looking at watching to see how the administration is going to handle uh, international education. Yeah, so you all made me turn off my alerts as I did this interview, and uh, <laughs> that's probably the longest time I'll have away from the headlines uh, in the next few months. We're really going to be watching and seeing what happens. So as you talked about on previous episodes, there are a number of things out there right now for F1 international students and for students from China to that are on the radar for the Trump administration. And so we don't know if those will go forward. Will the Trump administration try to move those forward between now and January, or will they just go by the wayside? Uh, so we still have to be ready to implement all of those um, as soon as they're announced. And so that's something that we will be still continuing to pay very close attention to, and it will very much influence our work in the United States right now still. Yeah, that's good. That's something that we've been talking about on the podcast. I mean, there's a lot of proposed rule changes that we're waiting to see if the administration decides to implement them before they leave on the way out. Um, I believe, hopefully, that seems unlikely at this moment, but it's always possible. We know how kind of erratic this administration can be. And then as somebody that, that works with international students, what has the student response been to this U.S. election news? The students can't vote in the election, but surely they have opinions about it. They have a lot of opinions. And uh, so the opportunity to offer comments on the recent duration of status policy was one of the options that we gave them to express their opinions. Uh, but yeah, so our student response has been overwhelmingly positive to the news that we'll have a Biden administration in January. And again, they see it as an acknowledgement that the United States wants them here and that they are going to continue to support programs that allow for them to continue in their studies and their careers. So things like optional practical training and making sure that the H-1B option is still available after they graduate as well. So it's been great. Uh, we've also had students who 
acknowledge that they feel even more welcome in the United States and more safe in the United States. I had one student who's from Germany and her family was unsure if she would be allowed to continue her studies in the United States, depending on the election outcomes. Not because there would be a requirement that she returns from an immigration perspective, but just for the security of mind that they had as a family, they were kind of weighing that at the time. Yeah, I think I think we're all excited that um, I know there was talk of widespread unrest that has not materialized. Um, I saw, you know, gun stocks, they were down after the election. So, you know, that was always, it's always kind of a nice benefit there. Yeah, absolutely. Long, long, long live the American dream, I must say. Um, <laughs> Jeannie, I just want to say thank you. I know it's been short and sweet, but that's how we like to keep our podcasts um, in particular because Craig gets very tired. I think that's the main reason. Any parting thoughts from your side, um, given what we've spoken about, but just in general about international education, where we are right now and what we might see? Sure. So thank you so much for having me again. And, uh, you know, of course, we're talking about a change in administration, but we're talking an ongoing COVID-19 situation as well. And so it's interesting to watch how these things come together and then and come apart. And so I've really been telling people that I am very hopeful that as soon as uh, mobility is much more possible, that it will be a light switch and not just a trickle. You know, I think that we see that around the world. Students are very much interested in coming to the United States and we're thrilled that we'll now have an administration who welcomes them with open arms. And so I feel good about where we're headed for internationalization after a pretty rough uh, time period due to COVID and other things. Excellent, excellent. Hopefully, you know, that momentum will continue to build build up the US in terms of, of, of what we mean internationally for, for students. And, and again, I, I go back to the American dream, I think, the, the fact that uh, Pfizer have come out with this great news about a vaccine is, is wonderful news for the world, but it also just proves just how wonderful this country is, how competitive this country is, how international students potentially do, or not potentially, certainly do contribute to things like building out vaccines, coming up with new technologies. So, you know, those are those are some of the reasons why we love having them here and then why that diversity is so important. Well, Jeannie, thank you so much. Craig Betson, in Seattle, yes, I said it. Any parting thoughts from your side? No, I think I think this is great. You know, looking at what we need to be watching over the next couple of weeks, potentially what actions we need to be taking to make sure that the outgoing and incoming administrations take our needs and our students' needs into consideration when planning it. I know there's a large number of day one things that uh, a Biden administration will be focusing on, but you know, hopefully on day two, they can start looking at international education as well. I, I, I know that's something that they'll be thinking about. On a, on a podcast level, I just wanna say thank you to everybody that's listening. We're really appreciative. It, do subscribe, give us a rate, but more importantly, why don't you send us a question um, on anchor.fm. You can send us a voice note. Uh, you can always send us an email at cambridgenetwork.com. And I'd like to do a kind of a, a mailbag pod to answer some questions that our school officials are having. So feel free to send that. Uh, we'll have Dean put in someone's email address in the show notes that if you want to if you want to send us a question go ahead and send us a question maybe uh, you know in the winter break or in the new year we can get a mailbag pot out excellent excellent mr betson thank you very much just to update our listeners before we say goodbye craig's mustache is still there he has pledged to grow it throughout the winter to keep him warm 
if you want verification, you can contact Jeannie as well. She did comment on it a little bit earlier. As always, thank you for listening. Uh, stay safe out there and we will see you and you will hear us around the next podcast. Bye-bye, everybody.